Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Testing, testing. Black man renaissance. This is black man renaissance. Welcome to another episode of Black Man Renaissance, brought to you by Trap Crate. Um, today, I'm very excited because we're going to talk about a topic that I think needs to be talked, needs to be spoken about. Um, and I want to start off by saying, um, I want to start off with the story, right? Um, back in the day, I knew I knew this guy he was just messing around with a girl mm-hmm. right okay so just a little fling uh she ended up she ended up getting pregnant whatever whatever she had a boyfriend whatever a couple years later um i stopped messing with the guy we're no, we're no longer friends but she uh hit me up and says hey you know what i'm having second thoughts about who the father of the child is mm-hmm. and i think it might be your friend come to find out my friend was the father for two or three years her boyfriend had thought that he was the father mm. <laughs> now with that being said i want to welcome my guest carnell smith yeah. who's the founder and executor of citizens against paternity fraud that was my former advocacy group but okay. i'm now known as carnell smith the paternity coach who helps okay. women men and families dealing with issues and questions about family identity using dna law and advocacy okay and you're also the author of i am the author of trapped by law stop paying child support for paternity fraud happens it has happened to over 1 million men that we know of so far and that includes boys as well wow okay um, so where did your journey start with the whole paternity fraud? Wow. My journey. First, thanks, Steve, for letting me come on to, is it Black Man Renaissance? Black Man Renaissance. Yes, sir. Black Man Renaissance. Sounds like a very timely and uh, 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 eloquent name for a show. So first, thanks for the invite. I hope the audience finds this session will be uh, edutaining, informative, educational. So my journey starts with uh, ex-girlfriend making a wrong phone call. See, I broke up with her after about two and a half years. She said some things to me that, that I didn't have to take. Um, and I broke up with her on February the 15th. And you know what February the 15th is. <laughs> the day after Valentine's Day. Right. Well, a few months later, she contacts me and she says these words, these seven words that no man wants to hear from an ex-wife, from an ex-girlfriend or ex-fiance. I'm pregnant and you're the father. Wow. After hearing those words, I'm like, wait, wait, what you mean? I haven't seen you, girl. I haven't seen you in months. 
And she says, well, you remember February 14th, right? I'm like, yeah. She said, that's when I got pregnant. And and Steve, I thought the Trojan man had let me down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you were doing your best to avoid the situation, but it still happened. Well, I was told that's what happened. So you thought, yeah. And and after this is a person I dated for two and a half years, never known her to lie about the smallest thing. Look, a small thing. Never knew her to lie about anything. <laughs> so I didn't suspect a thing. But what I did tell her, I says, if you think this is going to bring us back together, not not happening. But I will take care of my child. OK. I say, are you sure? And she said, absolutely. So I take care of the child um, for the next 11 years without a court order, doing what we want. Look, we want good men to step up to the plate. We keep telling men we want them to step up, uh, be responsible, take care of your business, handle yours, you know, a whole bunch of other quick, cute, cliche statements. But you know what we never say? We never say, mamas, you need to tell the truth from the beginning because you're the only one that knows during your window of conception whether or not somebody else could be the daddy. Well, 11 years later, after a court orders uh, orders me to pay about 40% of my take-home pay, I'm married now. I got a newborn that's coming any day now. My wife is on maternity leave. I'm working 60 hours a week and I'm on call 24 by 7 strapped to a cell phone. Steve, I can't work. I can't work no extra hours, bro. I'm already tapped out. Right, right. But when that judge ordered me to pay about 40 percent of my take home pay, man, I was looking at oh snap, man. My family's in trouble. Wife is going to be what we about to become broke real quick, real fast because I can't pay it. Right. My pastor's uh, father uh, talked me into taking a DNA test. And I'm like, I'm expecting that this test is going to come back and I'm going to prove to him this is my daughter because. That's what her mama said. Well, he told me about what happens to a lot of military men that he has known while he was in the Air Force. And those results came back, Steve, and it was 0.0%. And I got my world rocked. Wow. Wow. So what was the immediate step after that? Well, took me a minute, Steve. I'm getting this news right after I got this temporary order for uh, 40% of my take home pay. But guess what else they did though? They cut, they cut my parenting time down. See all before the court got involved, I had unlimited time. I could just come pick her up from school, come by, pick a, make a phone call. When a mother went on vacation, she'd be with me. If I was traveling, she was traveling. You with me? Right. Right. Cause that's what we want good dads to do. Right. Exactly. Well, after that, those results come back and I get zero percent. I'm like, wait a minute. There's no way that her mother doesn't know that there's at least one other person she was involved with. Because I now know that the Trojan man didn't let me down. <laughs> so I can keep buying stock in the Trojans company if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> right. The product, yeah. look, the product is good. Mm-hmm. However, I subpoenaed a mother, her girlfriend, her, her other sibling. And I get the story that she actually was in another state with another guy six weeks after I broke up with her. And she said under oath, well, if it's not him, if it's not Mr. Smith, it could only be 
Mr. X in, in the other state. So the whole time, oh, wow. She named that dude number 30 seconds. Wow. 11 years later. Wow. I took it to court and the judge says, you cannot appeal this decision. You can't vacate it. It's your fault. You didn't find out sooner that there was a game going on and they made me pay anyway. So I appealed it to the court of appeals, the state Supreme Court. Well, by this time now, I've, I've started introducing legislation that there should be no other man or boy who gets tricked and trapped under the law should have to make a choice of do I go to jail or go to prison for a pregnancy I didn't commit and we could prove he didn't commit it. Steve, I take this all the way up to the United States Supreme Court, proving that there's over one million men and boys that we know of from DNA testing that roughly 30 percent of them who get a test every year. Steve, that means over 100,000 men and boys who get tested each year turn out to not be related to that kid. Mm. And this and the U.S. Supreme Court told me the same thing that all the other three courts said. Petition denied. Wow. You th- wow. you would think it's over right there. Like, oh, man, man, my family's on the line. My house is on the line. And because I now owe more than twenty five hundred dollars in arrears because I got smart. Then I figured out if I keep paying her, I'm not going to see that money again. Right. Steve, I sued her. I sued her for fraud, for damages, for uh, loss of use of my money. Hey, forty thousand dollars meant something to me at the time. Now, wait, wait. The whole time, once you found out that you were not the father, what did your wife say? My wife, my yeah. wife, my wife's reaction was like, oh, my God. You mean she 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 lied? And then my wife says to me, says, well, how could you believe her? And I was like, well, I happen to be one of those people that believe people are good until you prove to me that you're evil. Mm. Well, Steve, by this time, I'm fully convinced there's a problem, right? Right. And my wife stopped talking after I told her, I says, I believe there was good in her just like I did in you. That conversation stopped right there. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've also had a DNA test on the child I've had with my wife because after what I went through, Mm. I finally did win by changing the law that I helped to write. Mm. And I walked out of court a free man on February the 5th, 2003, saying to myself, man, free at last, free at last. Thank God almighty. This man is free at last. They can never, ever put their foot on my throat telling me to pay or go to jail or they're going to take my paycheck. They're going to hook up and seize my bank account, take my tax refunds. I am completely out of the system. But. They made me sign something that I didn't agree to. The the judge wouldn't sign the order to vacate the order against me unless I waived my right to sue my ex-girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> okay. At, at this point, Steve, I'm I'm out about $250,000 of my money. Well, not hers, mine. I wanted that money back. I was going to use that for my DNA testing business because at this point, I'm now in the DNA testing business with the lab that has helped me get the truth. And I'm finding out that there's a lot of people. Listen, young, old, black, white, it cuts across all racial lines, uh, financial lines, political lines. Listen, there are moms who are either one, 
not telling the truth on purpose or making a mistake about which guy is the child's father. Mm. Um, now you said, which law did you help put into legislation? Well, let's say I started with the state of Georgia. So okay. that one, that led to me then going over to the state of Florida where a young man contacts me at first, he wasn't serious about getting it changed. And, um, he was talking to me like I had Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I had to convince him that he needed to do something. And what he told me was one day while he was playing with his son out in the front yard, the little boy told his mother, the grandmother, hey, I got two daddies. And, the, and grandma said, son, come here, come here. You need to hear this. The little boy says, yeah, you, you, my, you one daddy and I got so-and-so who's my other daddy. Well, that led him to getting a paternity test, Steve. And guess what those results came back at? Get ready for it. A father. <laughs> 0.0%. So because of what happened to him, that man had a conversation with me. And that started the trail for legislation for me to go meet uh, Senator Al Lawson and, and Representative Curtis Richardson in Florida. And guess what? We got the law put in place in Florida. Mm. And then a young man reaches out to me about a divorce case in Oregon after coaching him and having one other one of our uh, other clients work with him with the two of them. They got the law put in place in Oregon. So then I start drafting model legislation. I've testified in Lansing before California. I've sent legislation to Texas, North Carolina, I guess maybe about seven or so other other states. And some of them haven't passed it yet because people want me to come. But, you know, it, I couldn't come when I need to take care of bills for my business and for my house here. Right. So which, which is why it led to me now releasing my book on Trap by Law. I want to make sure that what I know doesn't leave this earth just with me. Mm. I want to make sure that if, if there's any chance I can inspire other people to become advocates for family law reform so that men and boys don't get trapped by law based on a lie or a mistake, then I want to empower those people. And some people are telling me my book is inspiring them with hope. It's telling them, well, if, if one guy can do it in a year, then there must be some hope and help for other people. So some people may want to work with me in the consulting capacity on how to do what I did, replicate that. And then there's those people who stuck by law right now. Like, okay, you, you've been to jail and you've been to prison. Mm. Do you know how hard it is to get a job after you've been convicted as a third degree felon for, for being behind on child support? 
Well, at least say rough. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in 2004, Governor Schwarzenegger signed into the law AB 252, which yep. allowed in which California, are, right? Which allowed men who proved they weren't the father more resources, more resources to fight paying child support. But, but that was, was they expired in 2007. But it was only a two-year bill. That wasn't the best version of the bill. Why is that? Well, they made a compromise with the opposition and and they had they found support with Governor Schwarzenegger, which they previously did not have with the better version of the paternity bill called the Paternity Justice Act of 2000. And that would have been the bill that got introduced by um, Assemblyman, now Senator Rod Wright. Hmm. It got passed in the assembly. It got passed in the Senate. And it got vetoed by Governor Gray Davis when someone fed him false information. They told the governor that if he signed that bill, they would lose over $30 million in child support incentive money. Wow. And that was when I learned why we were facing so much opposition. The states, the federal program, which is called Social Security, Title 4D, Section 458, which provides incentive payments and bonuses to the states for the child support enforcement program, it has two things that work against paternity fraud victims. Number one, the state only has to get an increase in the number of paternities that they get established this year over what they got established last year. Okay. Now, Steve, it doesn't say they have to be accurate. Now, let me, let's lay those cards on the table. Okay. Get get them signed up by any means necessary, which means now you need to know the four ways that men and boys get trapped by law. And number one is signing a paternity confession. Now, the technical name in some of the states is the Paternity Opportunity Program, the Voluntary Acknowledgement Program. Well, regardless of what name you call it, it works like this get him to the hospital or get him into the child support office, hand him the baby, tell him how much that baby looks like him. And while he is uh, in the moment, pull out that pen and tell him you do want your baby to have a father, don't you? Here, sign here. And at that moment in time, Steve, many men and boys are signing up for 18 to 21 year or possible lifetime obligation without the benefit of legal advice. He doesn't know what his risks are. So they're essentially coerced. Tricked and trapped is the way I like to call it because he doesn't know that he's thinking the people who are talking to him can be relied upon and trusted, right? Right. But but the hospital's making 50 to $100 based on how many guys they get signed up. Are they gonna tell him something that would make him reconsider signing this before he got a DNA test? No. So, so, so basically the man's best interest is not taken into account. Oh, no, 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 no. This, listen, this is best interest of the money (laughs) of the the state. Look, look, best interest of the state to get the money, because I said one of the things in the title 4D program is that they must get an increasing number of paternities established each year. The second thing is tied to the first. And that is an improvement in child support collections. Mm. Well, guess what? Once you get the guy signed up as the for paternity, 
he is automatically then you can go after him for the money for child support and he has no right to see the kid in most states so right. now you have the right to pay you get duties you get responsibilities you don't get any participation in the child's life unless you take the next step as a single guy and that's called legitimation all right the second way that these men also find themselves snookered applies very heavily to married men okay it's called the marital presumption of paternity now let's let's change that word a little bit the marital assumption of paternity now the laws in many states including michigan california and even georgia used to have this problem any children that the wife has while she's married to a husband are automatically assumed to be his right now steve now we we should we, we got to be real about this thing now if if he's deployed in afghanistan and she is conceiving a baby that baby ain't his and i'll need a dna test to figure that out right 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 if they legally separated right a lot of the guys don't understand that that steve they they got a legal risk as long as she is still having relationships with other men mm -hmm. he has a financial risk to be signed up for child support for 18 to 21 years for each child that she has and if any of those children are mentally or physically disabled yeah that's a lifetime payment for him best thing for him is if you if, if if him and her if they if you can't live with your wife and y'all have decided to call it quits you need to completely cut the cord so that her actions don't become any of your financial liabilities right <laughs> last two number three and number four yeah number three is an incorrect default judgment okay steve right now any woman in the in your state could just go file a child support action against you put down the wrong address for you or she could put her address down which means now steve won't even know about the hearing mm. here's the only thing that's required for the court to determine you are the legal father did you see this because if you don't know about the hearing steve you're not gonna show up are you right so if you don't assert a legal defense like due process the fact that you don't even know the mother that you didn't lay a finger on her. None of that matters because guess what? On her word alone, you are presumed guilty because she said you did it. <laughs> and look, that is so that is so horrible that it is it is treated as if a hundred percent of the mothers are telling the truth. Well, we got data that says that's not so. If a hundred thousand men and boys are being tested each year according to the parentage and relationship study done by the american association of blood banks a hundred thousand of them per year turn out to not be related to the child like she said so we know we don't get a hundred percent of the moms telling the truth right. so the problem for the guys for the men and the boys we don't know which moms are telling the truth right so that's number three. So the incorrect default judgment happens because the guy doesn't show up at the hearing and the judge or hearing officer can make you be the daddy. And guess when you will find out that you are not a daddy for a child? When's that? When your paycheck gets taken, <laughs> they will issue an income deduction order. And by then, Steve, you're like, hey, wait a minute. You go into your payroll department saying, Hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. There's money missing out my check. I'm here today. Somebody better get me my money. I need my money today. Look, I got things I got to do 
with my money. Right. And your employer says, uh, I'm sorry, you got the wrong, you're talking to the wrong people. Look, we have an income de- deduction order here for your for your child support. And you looking like what? What child support? With who? What? When? Right. <laughs> and Steve, they're yeah. gonna take they're gonna take your money because the only choice for them is if they don't take your money, then they'll have to pay it. So mm. guess whose money is gonna be taken? Yours. You you're gonna be robbed like you was <laughs> highway robbery. Highway robbery. <laughs> and then the last one, the last one, number four, yeah. mistaken identity. Mm. See, when they don't find the guy who is really responsible, they use a federal program called the data match. And they start looking for people who are similar names, variations, etc. Steve, I've come across a case where a 15-year-old boy was ordered to pay child support for a 19-year-old because the boy had the same name as the 19 year old's father. And, and they wouldn't, they would not let the 15 year old boy off of it until the mother, she got his, the little boy's mom, by the way, till she got so pissed off about it is that she went and start telling the story on television. So now when the local child support office gets put on public spotlight, now they can, they become cooperative. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And wanting to fix the problem. Mm. But for most men and boys, if you don't have legal representation and you don't know how to navigate your way through that, that minefield, you lose. Not because you're not smart. You lose because you don't speak the language. Mm. You don't know the law. You don't know the rules of the court, the rules of evidence. Right. And then lastly, the reason I can say it doesn't matter about how smart you are is that I met a criminal defense attorney who was a paternity fraud victim. And this man was former Navy intelligence officer, mm. runs his own law firm, has, has law offices in multiple states. But yet when he found out that his first wife had two children with her co-worker, that she had passed off as his, he couldn't get out of it. Wow. I said a lot, didn't I? You did. So can you just quickly highlight the four the four ways again? Real quick. Yeah. Number one, paternity confession. If you sign a paternity acknowledgement or a document before you get a DNA test, you're in danger. Number two, marital assumption of paternity. Not a legal term, is marital presumption. Right. Any children she has while she's still married to you, automatically yours. Number three, in, uh, incorrect default judgment. For whatever reason, you deployed 
you living out of state, you living across the country, you living in another country, you don't show up at that hearing, that baby's going to be yours and your money is going to be taken. And number four, mistaken identity. You getting tagged because your name is similar to the guy who really did it. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Now, the other day I, I started doing research because I want to get I wanted to get prepared for the show, right? Okay. And I'm 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 looking at how I'm looking at the rates of paternity fraud throughout the whole world. Uh-huh. Jamaica. Have you heard about Jamaica? Yeah, I've seen the stats there. It's worse than uh, it's worse than the US. And Nigeria. Same, it's worse there too. So what does that tell you? Oh, by the way, and I've done I've done stories for Australia, um, Japan, uh, because I'm the spokesman on this area. I am the international spokesman on the topic of paternity fraud, DNA, and law. Okay. So, and that's not a brag or a boast, but I've been doing this for over 20 years. And because I deal specifically in law and I write model legislation and I'm a legislative consultant, I know a little something about it. Okay. And the rates of where men and boys turn out to not be related to the children is consistently anywhere from five to 30% all over the world. And in Michigan, I've had one, uh, a good friend of mine who tells me that through his DNA services there and uh, uh, court is 80% of their cases involving single people turn out to the guy is not the dad. Let me say that again. Eight out of 10 guys who get tested turn out to not be the father. So we shouldn't be asking. We should not be asking the mothers. And this is nationwide? No, no, that, that was in Michigan only. Okay, wow. Wow. Now, mind you, the child support agencies do not track this number. Now, you're like, wait a minute. They like to track how much money they collect. They like to track how many people they get signed up. Well, mm -hmm. when I ask for data using the Freedom of Information Act, because they are largely being funded by taxpayer money, right. and I wanted to know how you're using this taxpayer money, I ask, how much money are you spending on DNA testing? Right. They have very little money they're spending on DNA testing. Then mm -hmm. I say, of the tests that you have spent money on, how many of them turn out for the state, turn out that that guy was not related to the child? Mm -hmm. They said, we don't track that information. So guess how I got it? I go to the labs who provide the, the contract for the state mm -hmm. and say, hey, you know what? If we could increase the public's awareness and public knowledge, we could get more of the public to do DNA tests. So their marketing department will participate with me and they'll get me the data. OK, so do, do you do you get that through the Freedom of, of Information Act? Oh, no. When I'm dealing directly with the lab, I'm talking business to business now. OK, <laughs> listen, think yeah. about it. They have a compelling interest to see more DNA tests be done. Right. Because it's good for business. Right. Right. And the fact that we know that we don't get 100% of the truth 100% of the time, well, then why wait and allow men and boys to be surprised one year later, two years later, 10, 11 years later with a horrible surprise when we could do this whole thing like one of my ideal clients? I'm going to just give you this. This is what I think is the ideal story. Okay. This young man heard about me on radio or television. He called the office. I told him what he needed to do. He set up his DNA testing with us. 
and he did not sign that paternity paper at the hospital. Okay. Because I told him the truth. I says, if you the dad, you can always sign it after you get the test results that confirm what you've been told. I'm not saying that your the child's mother lied to you. I'm saying you should trust but verify. Right. So he came by the office on the day they checked out of the hospital with himself, the mother, and the newborn baby. Mm. Well, guess what? Five days later, Baby's we found out she had a secret. <laughs> Jeez. And he avoided 18 to 21 years of being tricked. So he dropped her off. He dropped her off at her baby daddy's house. Yeah. And he thanked me. He said, man, I know what happened to you. You just saved me from that happening to, to me. Okay. So currently there aren't any consequences for mothers who commit paternity fraud, right? There's no criminal statutes. And every time we have tried to say that there should be some consequences, I mean, at least she should be because we're talking not just a hundred dollars. We're talking thousands of dollars. Right. And depending on the income of the guy, like I know of a paternity fraud case for a billionaire, he got jacked for a million dollars a month. And the right. five year old baby turned out to not be his. Mm. He was just as ticked off as I was about eighteen hundred dollars a month. But there's no criminal charge on it, even though it's fraud. Listen, if a mother commits fraud, deception, and what? why do I call it fraud? Here's the thing. If you knowingly and willingly withhold material facts to induce another party for your benefit into paying you, and it's not true and it's based on falsity and information that you are knowingly hiding, that's fraud. Mm. Because think about it for a second, Steve, between the man who might be her husband, her boyfriend, her boo, the dude she knew from home, you know, from high school back in the day. Between him and her, which one of them knows that during the 60 day window of conception, look, between here and here. Right. Between him and her, which one of them knows there's more than one person that's involved? She's the only one that knows. She's the only one that knows. Right. And so when I go before the state legislatures, I'm saying at at a minimum, she should have an ethical, moral, legal, financial duty to disclose that the existence of more than one paternity candidate exists. Do she have to name everybody? So she put a whole, you know, put all her business on blast. That's not what I'm asking. Right. I'm saying she should have to answer this question under oath Mm. is. Is the guy you're accusing, is that the only possible biological father of the child? Number two, is that the only person you were intimately involved with during the child's 60-day window of conception? Steve, there's no there's no three possible ways to answer those questions. Right. There's two. And then the third thing you do is you do the DNA test to confirm whether or not she told the truth. So now that makes the DNA test a lie detective, now don't it? Right. So now, now let's go. Let's try to navigate the reasons why we mm-hmm. think why we think that this happens. Why? Why? Why do they lie? Why, why do, do women do it? Yeah, I can tell you the 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 top reasons that yeah. have come back to me from the women who would talk. Most okay. times, you get cussed out for asking. All right. Okay. Number one reason is the guy who she wants it to be. Hypergamy. 
There you go. Hypergamy. Mm. She's look, she's choosing conception. I'm sorry. She's choosing paternity after conception. Right. Like, wait a minute, man. That dog don't hunt. That that ain't that's not how that's done. Right, right. You don't get to pick the dude. Mm. Well, she also is it's the guy who she is in love with at the time, whether regardless of what he feels like. Right. Remember, I said some of the worst, some of the worst news that a guy can hear from an ex-wife, ex-fiance, and an ex-girlfriend is I'm pregnant and you're the father. That is not good news to him. Right. All right. In fact, there's some men who currently married be like, wait a minute, I told you we ain't ready to have a baby yet. Okay? Right. But so, so it's it's who she wants it to be, it's who she's in love with, right? Who she thinks is the best provider. Hypergamy, yep. There we go again, right down that street. Mm. So, so is it is she going to pick Ray Ray, who don't even make ten dollars an hour, and she don't even know his legal name, right? Or the simp guy who has been chasing her for all this time. <laughs> he's buying her flowers. He's doing all this stuff. He's paying for her rent. He's paying for her hair to get done. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you who is who the be- who the child's dad is gonna be. Oh yeah, the simp. It is not gonna be Ray Ray and Road Dog. Because <laughs> look, they never even told her their legal names. Yeah. <laughs> and she's still look, she's in love with the bad boy complex. Yeah. But the simp guy who is the responsible guy, he is he's doing something with himself. Mm-hmm. However, he hasn't grown a pair yet to where he will stop letting women walk all over it. Right, right, right. Now things happen once he starts to grow a pair and they get, you know, brass plated. Right. After that, you know, but the problem for him is now that that third party, the law steps in and they don't care that she tricked him. They just say, well, OK, well, you didn't figure it out in time, bro. That, that ain't our problem. Look, you signed the paper at the hospital or you married her. Hmm. And uh, according to the law in our state, any children that's born during the dates that you're married to her and within 360 days of your divorce, they are. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Automatically yours, cuz. Look, you better have our money or we're going to lock you up. Mm, 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 mm. Um, and also, don't they need to put a name on there just to be able to get uh, government subsidies? Didn't you hear me say what, what do they have to do to get money for the federal... Social Security, Title 4D, Section 458. You people can look it up and see that I'm not making this up because that was why the governor vetoed the legislation in California. Well, he was more concerned about state making money off the people who they got signed up than the truth being the standard. Now, Mm -hmm. think about that for a second. So now you got these men and boys who are trapped by law that they don't know about the time limits. They didn't know that that he was being played for a fool, that he was being pimped. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. 
He's being used and abused for money. So categorically speaking, I say this man or boy is now going to become a slave. Because his, his wages, the more he makes, the more they take. And by, and if he wanted to be an involved dad, he doesn't get any parenting time unless he learns what he needs to do then mm -hmm. to approach the court. And even then, a lot of the dads are pissed off because all they can get is one day a week with the kid. Right. Now, let me ask you this. If you find out the child's not yours, you're not allowed to see the child. You at risk to go to jail, prison, lose your business license. If you're like me, you had security clearance. Man, if you lose all of that, man, you're you're you are effectively killing your career. Right. Much less your credit. Man, it took me took me 10 years to 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 put my credit back below what was below 500 after this experience and bankruptcy to get it back up to 800. Mm. Did, what, why does that matter? Because when your credit gets bad from what you're dealing with, you can't even borrow money to help you with a legal fight. Right. And you can't use the money that you earn because you pay it. That money's being taken in child support enforcement, which is why I call my book Trap by Law. Now, I know that you would like to see changes, right? Absolutely. But what do you think are the appropriate judicial measures to be taken against women who commit paternity fraud? Well, you can take punitive measures. I say it should be treated the exact same way they treat welfare fraud. Hmm. You know, like the mothers who go and sign up using somebody else's kids. Right. So she can get a check. She uh, claims the goldfish and the dog as dependents. So if you commit <laughs> welfare fraud, you commit social security fraud, yeah. you lie to receive money from a public or private agency, those laws are on the books right now. Mm. You should treat paternity fraud the same way. Mm. And there should be restitution because that person got money they were not entitled to. Think about it. I I would have never given my ex-girlfriend any money for her child had not that child been presented to me as mine. <laughs> and as soon as that is soon as that is determined to be a lie, my position is the man who has been duped and 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 victimized twice. He's been victimized by the woman or the girl who lied about it, mm. but now he's further being victimized by the court. And the court's position is the truth is irrelevant. And, and sad to say this, um, Steve, yep. if the guy signs that document, that paternity confession now in many states, if he signs that document, he is waiving his right to a DNA test. So, so it's, it's trick after trick after trick because if you don't know that there's a trap, you don't know how to avoid traps. So in its simplistic form, my advice for men and boys is it's okay that you trust and believe in what the mother claimed, but before you commit yourself to 18 to 21 years or possibly lifetime financial obligation and duty, confirm it. And the only way I, I trust, look, the only thing I trust, I don't trust the lookalike test. Yeah. You can't hold no baby up next to me no more and tell me about how much that baby looked like me. Yeah. Not, Look, not when I have met guys who look like me and then you find out the lady dates guys 
like you because that's her type. Mm. So, Steve, if she dates three guys that look alike, which one the baby daddy? If you, you only use the lookalike test. Right. Unreliable. Right. But it's used. It's used in court and women will try to come in there, hold up a picture and say, look, look, he looked just like it. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I think, you know, you've always heard the uh, the saying, Mom, uh, mama's baby, daddy's maybe. How true it is, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, since you've been advocating, right, since your journey for advocacy, mm-hmm. what, what have been some of like the uh, the best turnouts? The best turnouts? Yeah. The best turnouts from pure advocacy only exists in two states, and I'm gonna I'm gonna name them. Okay, Ohio and Georgia. Now, why is it that these two are the best out of all 50 states in U.S. territories? Is that these two states don't have any time limits on the the case for that man or boy who's been falsely named as the father of a child, as long as the case is still active. Mm. Let me tell you how good that is. Okay. One of my clients found out that the that the adult kids who were in their 20s were not his, and he was able to go after the ex-wife. Cause listen, the, the fraud didn't occur when he got the test done. Mm. The fraud occurred when his wife, while he was married, was knowingly having affairs during their marriage and deceiving her husband into supporting her, her lifestyle and her children well we don't allow for fraud in any other reason and from my perspective the fact that she's the mother should not afford her any special privilege or or an excuse to be um to avoid any responsibility and accountability for for committing fraud against another human being and endangering that person's freedom and liberty because that's exactly what it is and for some men they may they may join the MGTOW movement, you know, men going their own way. Right. I, I completely understand guys who opt out after they see what happens to to the guys that they consider to be the good guy. Right. I need, look, we're not even talking about the simp right now. Right. We're talking about the stand up guy that they like, man, if I was going to get in, if I was going to be a better man, I want to be like him. You get me? <laughs> yeah. But when they see what happened to that guy when he hit family court. And now they're both in their fifties, in their fifties, and his buddy's been wiped out by family court. Finds out none of the kids are his. Done lost his his retirement money. He spent tons of money trying to see kids that then he find out are not his. Man, the guys in MGTOW be saying, "See, dude, you need to come on our side." <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you should have came sooner. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, when I, now, when I, when I ask that question, I, mm-hmm. I, know, I know you've been advocating, what are some of personal stories of people that you've worked with that, um, have saw good turnouts? All right. So some of the stories, uh, you heard about. So, um, I had a client who we met at court because I was providing, I'm providing DNA testing services on site at okay. the courts. Mm. And uh, the difference that those those guys who come across to me was they were going to get a compelling reason to take a DNA test. Mm. You hear me? Right. I end up with an offensive lineman from the NFL saying that 
he was going to take the test because the NFL Players Association highly recommended to him that he needed to do it. But first, let me tell you what he had done, though, before he got to me. Okay. He had what he thought was a little boy, a little girl with the young lady. He paid for her undergraduate. He paid for her graduate degree. He bought her a condo, paid for her car, and he was giving her money. All because he thought he was the father. Now, when he got injured and he got put on injured reserves and his pay got cut while he needed to recuperate and heal, she put the dogs on him. She went and filed child support enforcement because she had gotten accustomed to what he was paying when he was playing actively. Right. And she never expected that he would land in that courtroom that day with me. Mm. So I give the man a compelling reason to take a DNA test. And guess what? He That coupled along with the advice he'd heard from the Players Association, he gets the DNA test. And you know how the story goes. If I could do one of these numbers right here and say, presto, change-o, <laughs> bam! <laughs> I did say edutainment, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, All right. Now, the results come back Mm. in less than five days. He is not the father. And I got this great big 300-pound, 22-inch neck. Dude look like Hulk come through the door. (laughs) This dude is in tears. Oh, wow. Because I think he had planned to marry her. Wow. And this completely flipped his world. He's like, after all I did for her, and and look, I'm not calling the brother a simp now. I'm just saying, yeah, he believed there was goodness in her. Still after that, not after that though. Okay, but because she played that card on him, is how he ended up in front of me getting his DNA test. And even though it hurt him, it hurt him, you know, emotionally. It helped him out financially, and and if he'd listened, he could have gone after her. For all that money he spent on child support, buying her a car, a condo, her graduate degree, and her undergraduate degree. Damn. Damn, 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 damn. Yeah, yeah. Damn. And Um, and there's another football player on my YouTube channel. So, you know, um, I'm the paternity coach. So that's my social media handle is paternity coach. So that's the way you find me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, paternity coach. So I have a young man on uh, my YouTube channel. Um, He said, man, the child support people hounded him so bad. It got on his nerves. This dude had a full ride football scholarship. Mm. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He quit school to go get a job so he could pay them money for child support so they would quit pestering him and worrying him to death. Well, somehow somebody talked him into taking a DNA test and here I go again, Steve. And wham! What do you think the results are? Negative. 0.0% Steve. 
And guess what else he lost? He okay. lost that full ride scholarship. He can't get that back. Steve, why'd he lose it? Cause he quit school Jeez. to get, to get a job to pay the child support. Steve, I would never in my life, if I had a chance to, to mentor and coach anybody, I'm like, dude, if you got the, the and by the way, NFL was looking at this guy. He yeah. was that good. But I would never encourage a man who was doing stuff to improve himself. Do not quit school. Right. Maybe get a part time job, but you don't quit school because what does he do? He limits his income potential. Right. Because pursuing seven, eight, ten, fifteen dollars an hour when you could make fifteen hundred an hour as a player. Come on, man. It would have been far. It would have been in everybody's best interest. Leave the man alone. Let him let him finish school. Right. Right. He sued and the child support agency gave him fifty dollars back. <laughs> oh, man. Now, with the first NFL player, uh -huh. you, you said he was advised to by the NFL Players Association to get the test, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Steve, I've been doing this for over 20 years. So guess what? What kind of word has gotten out across mm. the across the manosphere? that dna testing is your friend more so than the baby's mama <laughs> now big question big question go ahead because i've had this conversation with with a woman years ago and mm -hmm. i was like you know what if my wife told me she was pregnant mm -hmm. or and I, I was like you know if if you told me if you told me that you were pregnant and the baby was born and i wanted to take a paternity test how would you feel and she said she wouldn't take too kindly to it but i'm yeah. like at the end of the day us as men we never know exactly exactly and i tell you how you how you frame that conversation but number one i'm going to tell you is you don't need her in order to take the test oh no okay all right all right there's this thing called a motherless paternity test steve okay that's you and the baby and that's steve, that's across steve. that's across that's across steve. the united states well in some in most states okay okay and right. now if you're in new york you have to get a doctor's approval and an excuse and a prescription for you to be able to get a DNA test. Well, if you're a resident of New York, so you know what some smart people do? What's that? They drive their little happy behind, cross the state line in New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. Get their DNA test sample set up for collection there, get it done there, and have it sent to their P.O. box that they have in New Jersey. Mm. Hello, somebody. Okay. <laughs> more, than, more than one way. Look, yeah. Because this is so important. If if there's something not right going on, when do you want to know? Do you want to know like one guy that was my client in New York? He contacts me after the kid turns 18. And here we go again. And the results are 0.0%. Right. Can I tell you that brother's pissed off? Not not a little piss. Yeah, yeah. Highly ticked off. As because, it should be. Because, look, there's no way that the child's mother just figured out there was somebody else involved. She always knew there was more than one guy. Or how about this? She knew for sure that he wasn't the daddy. Right. But he was the stable guy. He was the good man. He was mm. the dude with the solid income. He's the mm. guy who had a good job. He had a good car. He was a responsible man. Oh, yeah, he's going to be the baby dad. Ain't no way we're going to pin that baby on Ray Ray and Road Dog. No, 
<laughs> and by the way, Ray Ray and Rodol don't care no way. Right, 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 right. Now, the rates of paternity fraud are not tracked. What would what do you think is the rate? Honestly? Yeah. I, I it wouldn't surprise me that if we were to actually track it, that it was in excess of 40%. And I'm gonna tell you what's my basis for this. Okay. All right. There's this there's this women's magazine called Cosmopolitan. You've heard right. of it? Of course. They did a survey amongst their readers and they asked this question. If you were in a committed relationship with your partner and you got pregnant while you were having some extracurricular fun, would you tell him? Over 50% of the women said, ain't no way I'm saying a thing. Wow. So, wow. so with that type of attitude, and let's talk about the radical feminism. Mm. The, the claim is they want equality, right? But in this area, when I challenge them, it says, well, you know, equality means equal rights, equal responsibility, equal accountability. You can't right. have it without the other two parts of it. I say I consider it to be a three-pronged triangle. Exactly. Now, you want equal rights, but you don't want equal responsibility and you don't want equal accountability. I says you're being intellectually dishonest. Right, right, right. So right. let's let's tell the truth. You want superior rights. You don't want equal rights and you don't want to be held accountable because when it comes to paternity fraud, the mother of the child is the only person who knows there's more than one person she's intimately involved with. Right. Is she going to tell her husband that she was messing with his brother? Come on, Steve. Is she going to tell her husband she's been balling with the neighbor and that she's also a member of an active swingers club? Of course not. Of course not. Right then neither should she be allowed then to foist her fruit from her extracurricular activity onto the responsible man. She should be allowed to what? Get her things and her walking papers and be transported to the household of the people she had her fun with. And right. I would highly encourage them to get a DNA test because that don't mean that they did it either. Right, 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 right. Because what? look, I've, I've done multiple paternity tests before with same, with you know with the same woman where when I first thing I tell them is say listen let me tell you what I've developed I've developed this formula that I call the ABCs of paternity Steve and it's in my book it's in my book I do by me using this formula that I developed is how I solved the case for one of my clients who turned out he was an identical twin wow so I'm gonna tell you about him first and then I'm gonna tell you about what I told her all right. Okay. The ABCs of fraternity are so important that we need to teach this to our sons and mm. men should know it like the back of their hand. Here it goes. Okay. A, the age at birth of the child. Most people think that a full-term pregnancy is nine months. Wrong. A full-term pregnancy is 280 days. That's 10 months. <laughs> just off that math alone you can be wrong by four weeks did you get that right i got you i got all you. right b oh by the way and that that age at birth most men aren't going to know that other boys are going to know that information because you need to really be having a conversation with the, the delivering uh obstetrician and the nurses right. involved okay well you say this baby's full term well guess what 
full term can be between 36 and 42 weeks. Do you see that variance right there, man? Look at that. Yes, sir. Well, with that variance, if she's involved with anybody in that six weeks range, come on, dude. It, it's not based on, look, it's not based on the guy she had the most O's with. It's not based mm-hmm. on the guy who, like, whose salary is the highest. Yeah. All right? So he can't know A. B is the birth date. Birth date is tending to be the most reliable piece of information that he can get because it tends to be on a certified document that there were multiple witnesses at the time the child was delivered. That's usually the only piece of information that he gets. Okay. C, conception date. Approximately when did her eggs get fertilized? Now, this is where a lot of moms play footloose with the truth. I've had obstetricians provide me with expert testimony that moms have tried to get them to induce labor early to line up with the date she told her boyfriend or the date she told her fiance or the dates that she told her husband. Well, think about that for a second. If the one guy could get all of these three pieces of information at one time, age at birth, birth date, conception date, you plot these three on a calendar with these three pieces of information, you can determine where were you during that 60 day window of conception. And that is how I cracked the code for my client who he didn't tell me that he was one of an identical twins. He just told me that he'd gotten a DNA test for his ex-girlfriend and results came back 99.9999 that he was the dad. And he was like, there ain't no way, man. I wasn't here. I couldn't, I didn't touch her. And I told him, I said, well, there's only one way that could be true is that if you were uh, if you were an identical twin or a triplet or a quadruplet or something like that, he's like, yeah, I got a twin brother. I was right. like, well, I know the science. Right. His brother took the DNA test and the brother came back 99.9999. Same thing as him. So they were both messing with the same girl. No. Only one of them. Only one of them. But okay. be, but because they're identical twins and now you're in the court, the court's got two men who have right. same test results. OK. In the past, the court would have just made both men pay child support because they couldn't figure out who it was. But because I had used developed my formula with the ABCs of paternity, I asked my client, I says, based on this window and we put it down on the calendar, I say, where were you within this window right here? Look at it. Within this window. Yeah. My client was out deployed in Afghanistan in the U.S. Army in combat (laughs) during that window of conception. And how could we prove that? We got his discharge papers, his DDS 214. Mm. Took that to court and they set him free in an instant. ASAP. What if he wouldn't have got in contact with me? Because while he was deployed, his married brother was having extracurricular fun with his girlfriend. Come on now. Making sure, look, making sure she wasn't lonely, you know, making sure the bed wasn't too cold at night. You know, she didn't have to sleep alone, you know, wink, wink. Right, right, right. Um, so how was how was his name entered into the fray? Because she sued him for child support. 
instead of instead of suing the actual father the brother yep listen remember i said <laughs> in order for a woman to sue you steve she's not required to submit proof mm. right now any woman could sue steve for child support mm. and you better hope she puts your correct address down because otherwise you're not going to find out about this till your employer starts taking your check and if you're self-employed well then that they just come straight after your 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 financial instruments your your checking account your money market account your savings account are you are you hearing me sir right right i'm hearing they you. have they have ways to come after you mm. all right now the young lady who we end up doing well several of them that i end up doing multiple tests for is I told her about the the ABCs of paternity, and she was adamant on only giving me one name. Well, we test this guy. This guy is engaged. He's about to get married. This is the worst news that he could possibly hear. So he he takes the test, and here we go again. What are the results, Steve? Zero. Zero. He, he's not the daddy. Now she comes back because my my theory, my thing with her was let's get them all done right now at one time and we're going to get you can go one round and be done. Mm. She's trying to hold on to the, you know, and trickle feed me the store. I'm like, girl, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> the the, the AB, yeah. My formula, the ABCs of eternity does not fail. Right. So mm. she reluctantly gives a second name, and here we go again, Steve. And the Goose second egg. guy results nope. 0.0% paternity. So Jeez. now she is questioning the science and the accuracy of the DNA testing. Mm. Are you sure these DNA tests is, is correct? <laughs> I say, my dear. Yeah, I told you about the ABCs of paternity from the beginning. I said anybody that you were involved in with during that that 60 day window of paternity could be your baby's father. Who is the next guy? Well, she gives another name and she doesn't want it to be him. Oh, she yeah. is like, but it can't be him. I don't want it to be him. I don't want it to be him. Mm. Well, Steve, that's not how you pick the father. <laughs> Come right, on. right, 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 right. Right. Well, Steve, and the results come back this time over 99.999. Guess what we have found? Pookie the father. We have found Pookie the father. <laughs> and look, and she is mad as fire to where if you could just touch a match to her, she would have caused the match to blow up. Oh, man. But, oh. Pookie, but Mr. Pookie is excited. He is, he is thrilled to the moon. He is glad to be the dad. And she hates. Look, the first guy is the guy she wanted it to be. Yeah. That guy is so glad he did the test. The second guy is glad he did the test. The mm. third guy is glad he did the test because now he, he's got a reason that she still has to deal with it. So, so earlier we talked about the reason either it could be hypergamy but so hypergamy, right? Mm -hmm. But couldn't it, couldn't it also be shame? Could be, could be. I'll have I'll give you one of another another success case. So, um, 
you know, when you deal in this situation and you have people from various religious backgrounds, yeah, uh, there are some cultures that that if she was not in the United States, let's just just say Muslim for 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 because that was a that was the real case. Man contacts me. Wife is about to deliver in a local mm-hmm. hospital in Atlanta. Right. He contacts me. He wants he he's kind of not feeling too good about some things and he wants clarity. OK, he's heard what I said. The man seen me on television. He knows my position, mm-hmm. I, my position. I don't care if you married, just got married, been married long time. I don't care. Trust, but verify with a DNA test. Right. So we we I go to the hospital after the baby's delivered and I do the sampling. I do the genetic sampling right there on him, the mother and the newborn baby. Now, no sooner than I get back to my office, I get a phone call. The, the wife is trying to offer me 10 grand to make those results come back and say her husband is the daddy. Did you hear what I just said? I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. She wants me to ensure that the results come back and say that her husband is the father. She says, you don't understand. In my culture, uh, my religion, I will be stripped naked and beaten publicly, whipped in the streets. Mm. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, boo. And I, I know in America, that'd be kind of hard for her to do. She'd go ahead and get the police involved, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Fortunately for her, she's not over, you know, overseas. Right, right, right. Because right. right? stoning would be what would happen. Okay? Right, right. All right, Steve, here we go again. And you know it. Here it goes. You ain't even ha- Look, you ain't even got to guess. What are the results? Zero. Zero point zero percent. Guess who is a newly divorced woman? Wow. <laughs> well, she's lucky. That's all. That's all that is. Yeah. Tell yeah, me yeah. about. It. Tell yeah. me about. It. Now, mm. I consider that a success story because this man found out within the baby's first week of life, married man, just mm. like that single guy who mm. came by and why? All because we do this. These 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 shows like yours and television and others is we're increasing public awareness. That there is a real thing called paternity fraud. Look, mm. feminists hate me for calling it paternity fraud. They say you should call it um, paternity misidentification or uh, misattribution of paternity. Bull feathers is mm. paternity fraud. Mm. You are trying to take resources and cause a man to work his lifetime thinking he has children having a duty and obligation or responsibility to support someone else's kids without his consent. I said, mm. if you think, if you think that it's not going to matter to him, I said, tell you what, let's get the test done. And he finds out the truth and let him make an informed decision. Right. Oh no. The feminists do not want that to happen. They say that's not fair to women. Now, can you say with me, that's a ridiculous argument. That's very ridiculous, especially <laughs> when they, especially when they say they want equal rights. Right. Carnell pushes back and says equal rights comes with the other two. Right. Right. Equal responsibility, mm-hmm. equal accountability. Right. If, if you're just like the like the the client that I took with me on the Dr. Phil show, married doctor on staff at two hospitals. He's a teaching doctor. Right. His wife has an affair with the 
coworker of hers and the coworker is of a different race than him. Mm. Hello. His his ex-wife still thinks he should be forced to pay her over 3000 a month because she said so and she is accustomed to getting that money. Right. Now, you know what Carnell Smith position is, right? My position is she was grown enough to have those affairs. She is grown enough to be responsible for her actions and she needs to go see her low income boyfriend. Mm. And she needs to talk to him about child support and the man she cheated on that she blew it with. She should say goodbye to all of his benefits, all of what his finances could could buy and afford because she was unfaithful. Right. I mean, fair is fair, right? Come on. I, I agree with you there. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Man, um that 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 brings us to another another point. Okay. You know, because we talk about feminism and how fe- how feminists a radical feminists don't like the term paternity fraud, right? But right. when when can we as men speak like men without fear of retribution? I do it all the time, Steve. Mm. I'm going to tell you what. After you've been railroaded through the courts and you've gone through every court level like I have where you increasingly show the courts that it is not an isolated case and there there was already uh, legal precedence in my state for a man who had been tricked to be set free. Mm. I'm Carnell Smith. I found a man named Paul Smith and turns out we had had the same lawyer so when I found this case doing my own legal research, I said, I'd like to meet this guy. Mm. She connects me with him and I get this guy to come testify mm. before the state legislature for the bill that became law that I end up mm. using. Yeah. He talked about how they impoverished him so much that after they took all of his money, all he could afford to buy himself for, to eat was a McDonald's Happy Meal. Mm. This man's long haul truck driver, man. How are you supposed to make it going from week to week living on McDonald's Happy Meals? But he said that's what happened. Now, how do we say that we want equality in a society, but we treat one group based on gender with superior rights? Well, right. by the very act, you are throwing away the definition of equality. Right. So it takes. I'm going to have to just go ahead and say it. it takes some people like myself, you and others that have to say, well, no, I don't care whether you like us talking about it. We're going to talk about it. We're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to water it down. We're going to lay the cards on the table and tell you to deal with it. Because, mm. listen, the facts are the facts. Don't look. I've, I've, I've said this to the feminists. I said, you don't get to say this to me. Oh, uh, you just trying to mansplain and you're trying to confuse us with the facts. We want to use our emotions as the standard. <laughs> confuse us with the facts. Yeah. <laughs> I said edutaining. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But, when yeah. we, but see, but when we start dealing with facts mm. over fiction, mm. emotions, emotions is not the standard for law. Right. A judge is called a trier of fact, not trier of feelings. Right. So with that being said, either the child's mother, when she makes an allegation or a claim that that's the guy that caused my pregnancy. That's the guy that helped me get pregnant. 
that's the guy that fertilized my egg. Mm. Not this touchy feely definition of, well, who do you believe is your child's father? I don't care what she believes. I don't care who she talks about the baby looks like. Steve, those standards are too low. Right. The only thing I find to be reliable in over 20 years is the science. The science says you get half of your DNA from your biological mother and you get half of your DNA from your biological father. Right. So when somebody claimed that's the guy that did it, there's only two possibilities. A, he did it or B, he didn't. The Mm -hmm. DNA is going to back up the story one way or the other. Right. So people like us, we have to just have to be concerned to what? Look, in the space that we're going to be in the mental spirit, we're going to talk about issues for the benefit of helping guys navigate their way through the minefield so they don't fall victims to false allegations of sexual assault, false allegations of rape, false allegations of domestic violence, and now to throw into that mix false allegations of paternity. Mm-hmm. It all says the same thing. They're based on somebody lying based on gender priority and gender preference. Right. Well, that is not equal justice under law. And when you start talking, you know, you start citing the 13th, 14th Amendment and other things for equal protection under the law. There has to be consequences. Right. At a minimum, we got to set them free. Right. You, you, you know these stories. What, what about these men who've been freed under, under Barry Sheck's Innocence Project? Locked up for double digit years. Right. Find out DNA proves somebody else in another prison two counties over is the actual serial rapist. Right. But the guy that they have locked up, he still has to fight to get out. Mm. So people like me speak up because they made me fight. You hear me? The reason I'm still doing this is because I didn't appreciate them putting me through the fight for a quarter of a million dollars of my money. Mm. That quarter of a million dollars that could have gone towards anything. Dude, with the investment strategy that I had in place with what I was maxing out, 401ks, mm. stock purchases, uh, IRAs, other investments I was doing, I would have been able to retire five years ago, me and my wife. Mm. Are you hearing me? So when right. I say loss of use of my money, that's the principle I'm talking about here. Mm. Okay. And by the way, you know what happens to a guy who owes a quarter of a million dollars in child support? That that debt will stay with him to his grave. And if there's money in his estate, they will come after his estate. Look, child support arrears are not dischargeable. Yeah. So it's in men and boys best interest to confirm the facts. Whenever somebody points at you and says, that's my baby daddy. Look, got a fingers crossed behind her back talking about that's my baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> knowing darn well that nothing's going to happen if, if 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 it comes out that he's not uh, uh unless now you get a guy who gets uh gets help early on remember the football player i talked about right he could have sued for fraud okay. he he just didn't want to mm. here's the thing some of the guys once they become so um emotionally broken and wounded from the betrayal he just wants his freedom and he just wants to walk away and all right look i respect that that's his choice but then there's those guys that were like me are like oh heck no i need all of it back 
I'm ready to open up a can of whoop. And I have had clients that we have successfully sued one the fraud back one on damages and you did you know that fraud is is a tort so that you can sue for double triple damages and i did not know that yeah okay but see but that depends on whether or not the person has has the fighter in them mm. i don't i don't think any less of the guy who doesn't want to fight he just wants them to, as long as they can never put their foot on his throat again he is happy with going free and living his life. But then there's those other guys that says, oh, no, everything that you took that didn't belong to you, I want it all back. And by the way, if you do it correctly, you can also join in the biological father in that suit. Wow. So can you tell me about a, a case where where they were able to get recompensated? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Uh, here in here in Georgia, one of my one of my clients, he find out the teenager is not his. Mm. He had suspicions. He didn't know how to go about it. But guess what he figured out? What's that? I've seen that guy on television. I keep reading stuff about him. I saw him and he was in Time magazine. We saw him on Dr. Phil. He is the guest expert on the Michael Basin show. He is a recurring guest on this show. He's been on the early show, the news show, and all of this. Fox News. Fox News. Yeah, yeah. CBS, NBC, MSNBC. He says, why am I trying to figure it out? Why don't I go hire the guy who has done it? Mm. And, and he is the guy that co-wrote the law. I said, well, I'll tell him what he needs to do. So what do I do? I connect him up with an attorney who is experienced and skilled in tort law and practicing family law. Mm. And that guy helped my client go back and get all the back child support. And the mother thought that if she filed bankruptcy after he won the judgment, she thought that if she filed bankruptcy, she'd wipe out his judgment. All she did was wipe out all the other creditors. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in effect, she still owed that money. Right, right, right. Oh, he's going to get his money. Mm -hmm. What state was that? Georgia. Listen, it can be done. Listen, yeah. it can be done, mm -hmm. but you got to have the will. Because look, it's not like she's going to volunteer, you know, volunteer. And the child support agency is not going to help her pay it back. Because right. they their their attitude is well, hey, we followed the law, and the law says okay, you signed that document at the hospital. Never mind, you got tricked, but you did sign it, and that gave us the right to pursue you for child support, and we did what the law says. I'm like, okay, so I explain to people, it's a waste of your time to go after them, cause you can't prove they did anything wrong, cause she lied to them. Right, right. Think right, about right. it. So you got to go with what if you if you're trying to get uh, weeds out of a yard, man, you got to get to the roots of the thing. Right. right so right. The, the problem starts with the mother knowingly and willingly hiding material information. Mm. When she makes that choice between Ray Ray, Pookie and Road Dog or Mr. JX, who has been gainfully employed for 10 years, he's got he's got two cars. He's got a house. And a side business. Oh, yeah. We know who's going to be the baby daddy. It's going to be you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that guy, he wasn't willing to let it go. 
like the football player. He went after, successfully sued for fraud. And because he had the benefit of the new law that had passed for, he was able to vacate. Look, you don't you don't want to just do like so many guys think that I'll just agree to to let them terminate the child support and then have the mother adopt a child with her new boo or her new boyfriend or a new husband. Wrong. You want to have the thing vacated. Why does, why does that matter? Vacated means the judgment gets erased like it never happened and you never were the legal father. Okay. And now you have the ability to go after everybody involved in the fraud. Mm. And in some cases, the biological father and the child's mother are complicit in tricking the guy into being the father. Mm. I'm talking about they are actively conspiring together, saying, well, you know, girl, he make more money than I do. So we're going to let him take care of the baby. But you and me, we still going to have our fun. Jesus. But that ain't even that's not even the worst story. Uh, story I did in Time magazine. A mm. uh, gentleman in Pennsylvania, his his ex-wife had a had an affair with another person not of the same race. The ex-wife tells him that, yeah, but he the father says he's not going to do anything for the baby and everything. And so he believes her. And no sooner than they get divorced, guess who marries the biological father? The ex-wife. So my client end up having to pay the ex-wife and the baby's father, pay them child support to raise their own kid because he got trapped under the marital presumption of paternity. And in the state of Pennsylvania, they treat it as if it is a conclusive presumption, even with the DNA test proving that this child's of a different race. Did you hear me, Steve? I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Wow. And in effect, my friend got forced to pay the mother and the biological father child support. The child's over 18 now, and he's still ticked about it. Wow. There's no wow. justice in that. <laughs> Look, wow. you, can't tell, you can't tell me that woman didn't know she was having an affair. She's a Caucasian woman and she didn't know she was having an affair with an African-American man. Wow. She knew, look, she knew and she married the guy. Do you think about it? How much unmitigated gall is that? We're talking about one slap in the face, you get the DNA test, baby's not yours. Right. Second slap is the court still going to make you pay. Third, Even though they married. No, no, no. The third slap is this: she marries the biological father, and, and you, you in effect, and you in effect, have to pay the parents to take care of their own kid. All because your state says any children born while your wife is married to you are automatically yours. Pennsylvania is wrong on that one, right? And so is Michigan, so is California, New York and a whole bunch of other states. Mm. What's... Took your breath away on that one, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, is, what is your hope? What is your hope, man? All right, my hope is this. 
is part of why I wrote my book, Trapped by Law, mm-hmm. is to show people that you can fight back. Instead mm-hmm. of instead of laying down on the train track saying, man, that light just coming after me, nothing I can do. I'm going to just lay down on the tracks and take it. Maybe if you like me, you cut from that cloth where, well, my dad said you, you need to fight till you got nothing left in you to swing with. Right. And then when you've done that, then you start getting some help. Okay. Mm. Fight to change the system. Just because it's worked that way, just because it's always been that way, don't make it right. Look, the law should be based on the truth in family court, just mm. like it is in criminal court. Right. It can be. And since a judge is called the trier of fact, not feelings, then we should make the statutes, which is whatever that state's law, that's the written law, Mm. make that law say that and make sure that men and boys who are not, who didn't adopt a child, who didn't agree or participate in uh, assisted pregnancy in vitro, uh, surrogacy, any fertilization methods. Cause see in those cases right there, those men know all the facts up front. Right. So he's not a victim. He could right. never be a victim in a case. And if you adopt a child, you not a victim, you know, you're not related to him up front. Right. That's called making an informed decision. Right. Right. So since we are not going to ever get a hundred percent of the moms to make a truthful and full disclosure about the existence of other paternity candidates, DNA has to become the standard. Law can be changed. So my book shows you it can be done. And I provide a a whole bunch of benefits from accurate, truthful paternity. Okay. Now, do you think that DNA testing should be mandatory? A hundred percent mandatory at birth. Two things would happen with that, Steve. Okay. If you did DNA testing at birth, you would never have another problem with babies getting swapped at the hospital that you couldn't trace down and identify. Mm. What's funny about that is that whenever it has happened that moms left the hospital with the wrong baby, Steve, they said biology matters then because they will go through hoops. They will do lawsuits and everything to reunite the mother with the right baby based on biology. So in that case, then truth matters when it came to the women. Right. Well, equality and equal protection under the law says you got to do the same thing when you got the wrong guy named on the birth certificate, wrong guy on that paternity confession, wrong guy based on the marital assumption or presumption of paternity. Right. So if you can use, and by the way, I know the woman who won the Virginia uh, Supreme Court case that allowed for DNA testing in the 80s to be used to prove paternity. Okay. She, she had a lawsuit where the, the father of her child was denying the child and she needed something more accurate than the blood group testing. You know, you A, B, A, B, O, uh, the blood type. You know, those, are, they were accurate but they had limited accuracy you getting what i'm saying right with a genetics dna test you can get accuracy in excess of four billion to one i've seen test results that accurate Mm. all right so biology should matter not based on gender biology matters when women get the wrong baby leaving the hospital that's one 
Number two, it'll stop paternity fraud right up front. Mm. It'll give men something, men and boys, they'll get something they currently don't have today and they will get the facts up front so that he can make an informed decision about that relationship. And, and by the way, there are some guys like me who, who as a husband, I've had a DNA test with my wife and my newborn. Hey, after what I went through with the ex-girlfriend, I never wanted to deal with that again in my life. Understood. You, you can understand. I need peace of mind. Mm. My wife said she didn't have anything to hide and that she took the test with my pastors as witnesses. Right. Now, if she had anything going on, that was not the right crowd for her to have as witnesses. Right. Right. I'm happy to say that my wife is an honest woman. My ex-girlfriend was less than an honest woman. Okay. Now, now do you still have a relationship with the daughter? Uh, I wish I did. Mm. Um, what so many men discover in, in family court is your ability to see the child is 100% dependent upon the cooperation of the child's mother. Mm. So after the results came out, the mother cut me out totally. Okay. See, every time we went to court, I went from unlimited time to a few days a week to no days a week. And then I found out the truth. Right. So we, we approached the child's mother and we asked her, says, listen, since uh, we've had a relationship with your daughter, we love her. I love her. We'd like to still have a relationship with her and still do things for her directly. Let me explain to you what directly means. Okay. When she's with us, we spend money for her. When she's with us, we do things for her. When it comes to Christmas gifts, birthdays and things, we do stuff for her directly. We give to her. That is not the same thing as pay or go to jail, child support order, send $1,800 to your mama. <laughs> you, you, you feel what I'm saying here? Yeah, yeah. I All right. But is, is it a coincidence that the mother sued me after she created more expenses for herself, after she gotten married, bought a much bigger house, bought a new car, and calls me up and tells me that, well, uh, I've been talking to my girlfriends, and, and according to my girlfriends, you don't pay me enough child support. Now, Steve, I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of outspoken fellow. <laughs> <laughs> what do I care about what your girlfriends think or say? Right. Hey, I'm paying you money. I have child support order for my son. I got a college fund that I'm funding for for what I think is our daughter. Mm -hmm. I'm maintaining a wardrobe for the child at my house that I pay for. Mm -hmm. And when I have the child with me, everything I pay for. Right. I'm like, you crazy. I'm not giving you no more extra money. You got to sue me. I, I well, hear that. Guess what? Her lawyer looks at my financial statement, see how much money I give to my church, uh, to charities, um, other organizations that I support. And she said that I should pay that money to the ex-girlfriend. You know what I did? I got up and walked out because my grandmother told me, she says, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. I know that's right. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to say this to you, Steve. Um, yeah. I don't cuss, but I understand people who do. Mm. And in that moment of time, there could have been some words, brother. There could have been some, listen, there mm. could have been some words said that might have got me in trouble. Right. And and I'm not a violent fellow, okay? Uh, but I decided it was in my best interest to just not say nothing. I got up and walked out. 
And it was after that day that my pastor's dad talked me into getting that DNA test. Mm. And I, man, I gave him a big old hug. I shake his hand. I'm like, man, I am so glad you told me about that. Because, mm. listen, dude, my life was essentially over. 60, we're working 60 hours a week and on call 24 by 7 every week. Now, they paid me an extra five grand to carry the phone, and I was level three technical support, meaning there was two levels you had to go through before you could get to me. Dude, there's no more hours left in the day. You, you know I do have to get some sleep, right? Right, 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 right. Well, when you roll it all into a simple statement of, okay, you find out the child is not yours. You're not allowed to see the child. And you have been financially duped. And when you sued to get your money back, they fought to keep your money. Why would you remain in that system when you're not even going to be allowed to see the child? And by the way, the mother said you'd have to pay for supervised visitation and you'd have to stay under the court order. Mm. That, that's a deal breaker, man. There's no way. So I've been cut out. I've been cut out of the picture for over 20 years. But but that's no different than the guys who I know today who are the dads who due to parental alienation, they haven't been allowed to see their kids for five, 10 more years. And Christmas and the holiday season is one of the loneliest seasons of the year for those dads because they don't get to see their kids and the court won't help them. Right now that that brings us to parental alienation. But I want to have that on another show. I want to okay. have I want to have you back. I'm, I'm well versed in that one, bro. Listen, I'm glad we had you here today. Thank you for you know accepting the invite. Um, so everybody, this is Carnell A. Smith, founder and executive director of U.S. Citizens Against Paternity Fraud, and the author of Trapped by Law: Stop Paying Child Support for Paternity Fraud. It's on Amazon. Where else is it available? Oh, it's only available on Amazon, but it's in ebook and okay. in paperback. Okay. And you can learn a whole lot more about potentially working with me. I do work with a limited number of clients and referrals. Okay. Uh, you might need help. Okay. I'm going to say, why try to navigate it by yourself? Somebody who knows the way, who has been accepted as an expert witness in multiple courts, who has direct experience in the DNA industry, law and advocacy. Hey, we increase your ability to be able to fight back once you know the truth about your family identity. So, if you want to work with me, maybe I might be a good fit. Maybe you might be a good fit to work with me. And the way you find that out is you go to CarnellSmith.com, CarnellSmith.com, submit an, uh, information there. And my office will follow up with you and we'll see if we might be able to work together. Okay. Well, brother, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Uh, and we definitely want to have you on again. I appreciate it. Much love. All right. Much love to you, my friend. Merry right. Christmas. Merry okay. Christmas. All right, brother. If you enjoy the content, please show your support by following, subscribing, and sharing. Much love. Thank you for listening to Black Man Renaissance.